insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander-in-chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. He enriched himself when government stated his property. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks no more before it's too late. Welcome to Liberal Band Radio, Talks from the Left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. You can also join us live in the chat at uh, liberaldanradio.com, which is the YouTube channel, or on Twitch, twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio as well. And either way gets you there. If you're listening live on Blog Talk Radio, just come to the other two locations. I'm not monitoring three chats. And I pretty much just use Blog Talk Radio at this point as a uh, calling platform and soundboard. So uh, to support the show, lots of free ways to do it. You could always uh, follow, uh, follow me on Twitch, uh, subscribe to the channel on YouTube, like the like the live stream there's 21 viewers and 12 likes currently so get to smashing that like button uh if you're not if you've not subscribed subscribe already uh, on on youtube follow on twitch again uh comment on videos share videos like other videos as well get those al gore rhythms up you know you don't think al gore might have a lot of rhythm but the al gore rhythms are very important to get people in watching the show get it getting other people to subscribe uh, our views are slowly creeping up. Uh, we were struggling to hit 3,000 by the end of the year. We're already at 3,500 views for the last 12 months, for the last uh, the last 365 days. So we're already like kicking butt. In the last month, we've gained 500 additional hours average views for the last year. So y'all are doing great. I appreciate all that you're watching. It, it, it's awesome that y'all are helping me out that much. Um, you know, share with your friends, all the good stuff. The two, two of the main things that you could share with your friends are the, are the, um, playlist that I'm creating the case for Joe Biden case against Donald Trump. I will be adding to those as the election season continues. You also have fat man rants that some people really enjoy. Uh, there's the unraveling toxic masculinity. Some of those videos can be a little long. Some of those are shorter. Uh, I have other ones that are uh, I'm coming to terms with activism where I explain some of the terms that some people might balk at when it comes to those terms. Lots of different things you could share that I try and, you know, educate people on, you know, where I think it makes my channel different than all the rest. So because if I'm not different, then why does anybody want to listen to me? Right. 
Um, other ways that you can support the show, you can uh, become a liberal Danimal or hire as a membership on YouTube because we may partner. You can uh, become a subscriber over on Twitch. Uh, you can use your Amazon Prime account and do it for free on Twitch as well. That's, if, you, if you have Amazon Prime, it doesn't cost you anything to subscribe to my channel on Twitch. Um, just you just, just kind of hook your Amazon account to your Twitch account once, and then every month you just resubscribe. You have to do that manually. Uh, you can Venmo me, Liberal Dan. You could buy me a cider either by going to buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldanradio or go to liberaldan.com and click uh, the Buy Me a Cider button. Um, you can become a Liberal Dan Radio, pa radio patron, patreon.com slash liberaldan. Uh, I do have a poll up for uh, the Patreons to see whether or not I should invite a, a particular person who's not Gibson Media uh, on the show. Um, whether or not, you know, it, it serves, it, it would be worth it to have this person come on the show or not. I'm leaning against, but I want to give the patrons their opportunity to say why I might be wrong. I know at least one person has commented as to why I haven't like, looked at the poll results, but I did get notification as to one message. So, but if you want to have your chance and have your say on things that go on in the show, you can become a Patreon patron as well over at patreon.com slash liberalfan or patreon.liberalfan.com. Either way, we'll get you there. Um, there is, uh, let's see, Cynthia, my daughter saw that whatever show you were debunking Monday, she freaked out about how much she hates them. And I explained I was watching and what you were doing with them. Nice. That's good. Well, that's, that's one of the reasons I have to do that because, and I actually, for some reason I saw, a, I guess, I guess the algorithms understand what I look at and, and you know the fact that I was looking at the whatever podcast and that I was talking about it and you, you know how your phone spy on you like you know there was one time where I was talking about some condition where you have like some rotting of some body parts or whatever and they, it's, there's some medicine that they give you for it and it's a specific body part that, that they were talking about it's kind of gross and I had never talked about this before, but my wife's uncle was talking about it. And like three days later, my, my Facebook gives me an ad. So I happened to see a tweet on Twitter, obviously, from the woman who was in the, the, this corner of the screen. If you're watching, if, when I was doing the live reaction, this corner of the screen, the one that said it was an adult star, I happened to see one of her tweets saying that she was going to be on the whatever podcast the other day. And I think it was the same shirt that she was wearing. So she was advertising her being on that show. And I was just like, I, 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 I tweeted, I responded to her. I was like, look, I don't, I haven't heard back, but I was like, look, why would you go back considering the fact that they treated you so horribly the last time you were on that show? I would love to have you on my show to uh, explain why. So who knows? Maybe I'll have, uh, that individual on my show to explain why she goes on that garbage of a show. Uh, who knows? Um, Cynthia, she actually thought I was watching them for a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. Just watching me, watching them, reviewing them, saying how horrible they are. You know, uh, the only way, the only good way to watch them is through me as I'm criticizing them. You don't want to watch them directly, right? Um <laughs> Michael Reich, amicus beef courtesy of the Federalist? No, not a bite. I don't, I don't, what, what was there? Hold on. 
I might have missed something. So the 50-page amicus brief directed to SCOTUS explaining why the 14th Amendment should be applied to Trump happened today. Start there. Um, I'll go, I'll look that up in a second because I hadn't heard. Um, but it was the Federalist Society or just the Federalist Papers. We'll we'll, we'll dig that up in a second. Um, caller. Um, let's see if you are calling, it looks like you're calling from blog talk radio because it's all ones, which means you're probably calling on Skype and connecting via Skype. Um, so, uh, you are welcome to call in, uh, but you do have to go to blog talk radio and tell us who you are. Um, not, I'm sorry, not blog talk, Radio. you do have to go to YouTube, but you have to go to liberaldayandradio.com, go to the YouTube chat and let us know who you are so we can do a little call screening because, I've been burned by that a couple times by allowing just randos come on to the show because, you know, some people can't be mature when they call in and, you know, I don't like that. I want to be mature. I want to have mature conversations and debates. So, you know, anywho, um, what, one thing before it, before I go look up the 50 page federalist paper thing, um, real quick is that I did pin a, pin a post both on Twitch and on YouTube about something about downloading on your phone. So I got this email the other day uh, on my Nerdy Dan account, about my Nerdy Dan account, saying that because I'm a streamer, I'm a, I'm a gaming streamer, they wanted to invite me to both play this game and to advertise this game on my stream live and to talk about it and to get other people to download the game. And if I, if I do, and a certain amount of people do it and just do a... They do a certain amount of things in the game that I can get rewarded for it. And I was skeptical, uh, say the least. I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm a skeptic. So I, I did talk about it yesterday on my stream, you know, whatever. But I wanted, before I really started pushing it whole hog, I wanted to be like, can you reach the thresholds? Can you hit at least the first one without paying any money? Like you have to get to level seven or something. Can you get to level seven without paying any money to the game? So I played it. I, I didn't do it like all day long or whatever. It just, you know, you know, it's, it's a game you can play like when you're bored, if you're sitting on the can, if you're laying in bed or whatever. It's, you know, it's not a very hard thinking person's game, but it's a, it's a fun little game. I, you know, it's, it's, you just sit there and you, you, you do resources and stuff like that. It's, it's fine, whatever. It's, you know, probably a little, little more brain consuming than Candy Crush, but it's fine. And lo and behold, I got to level seven. It didn't cost me anything to do. So it doesn't, there are, there are pay to play aspects of the game. And clearly, I guess they want you to pay money into that if you can, if you want to. I'm sure that's the desire is to get people to pay, into, to pay money to do all the extra stuff, but I was able to do everything and get to level seven. And I saw the little reward for a player getting to level seven on my thing. So there you go. So if you enjoy playing games on your phone, and if you don't ignore this, but if you enjoy playing games on your phone, either on Twitch or either if you're watching on Twitch or you're watching on YouTube, I've pinned the link to the type of thing, download it, play it on your phone. Um, if you if you get to, if you get your stronghold to level fifteen by the end of like eight hours and twenty one twenty eight days and twenty one hours, um, you can help earn me a little extra money. It doesn't cost you anything. It's just you playing a game for a little bit of, of your time every day, and 
that there's actually might be a way that we can play together at some point and it makes me a little bit more money on top of that. So anyway, that's just another way you can help me out. Just saying. Anywho. It's kind of neat. Uh, skeptical. In God we trust all others pay cash. Yes. Um, oh, the, uh, the Skype caller went away. So I'm guessing they were either did not feel like they wanted to mention uh, anything. They want, didn't want to go to YouTube or they were clearly here that they were just going to troll. Um, so Kimchi, you had an interview. Uh, I hope it went well. Um, hope all, all of the interviews you have went well. Good to see you. Um, let's see. Let's just scroll back a second and see. Amicus beef courtesy of Federalists. Let's look that up. Or Amicus brief, I guess is that number. Fourteenth Amendment Trump. Uh do 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 Show results with Federalists. Seven hours ago. This is a 35-page one. Do, 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 do. It was from J. Michael Ludig or J. Michael Ludig posted it. Do, 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 do. Let's see. Office of Legal Counsel. Do, 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 do. Just trying to see if we can find what. Is it the Federalist Society? Um, I don't know. Conservative case emerges to disqualify Trump. No, oh, that's not recent. That's not recent. Amicus brief Trump. Trying to see. I don't know. Elizabeth. Oh, J. Michael Ludi filed an amicus brief with the Supreme Court on Monday arguing that former Trump. Okay, there you go. I mean, I, I mean, we've been hearing about J. about him, J. Michael Ludig, um, talking about it all the time that he is that he believes that Donald Trump has is disqualified from the ballot because of the Fourteenth Amendment, and he's been on the news all that. So, I mean, that's not really news. Um, it's not really news that that he filed that, that he would file a brief or that he would make that argument. Um, so I mean I don't know. What would be news is if the if is if the Supreme Court was like okay Colorado you can take him off the ballot. That would be news. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's been saying about it, and he finally followed. He followed a brief. See, Nerd Halen coming back to Dallas Fort Worth March second. See, what day is March second? Uh, let's see. So Saturday, it's possible I could try and make it up. We will see. It just depends on my money situation. About situation, I, I thought my money situation was going to get a lot worse, and then it might be getting a little better, simply because I changed my homeowner's insurance and I cut four grand off my off my off my yearly homeowner's insurance, which is good. Um, let's see, Donald Trump versus Noah Anderson on brief of uh, Amiki Kurai, Michael J. Ludi, Peter Kessler, uh, table of contents, uh, table of appendices, table of cited authorities, yada yada yada. States courts and this court have the judicial power to decide a presidential disqualification dispute. Um, yep, it's a very I mean, I mean, I have heard him talking about that a lot on on the news. On you know, he's gone into much detail uh, talking about it, and Let's see. I mean, we can go over it a second, I guess. Let's we can we can pop on over to the other other screen and just briefly go over it. Uh, let's see. We can bring the Venmo up a smidge just to make it bigger, just to clear more room. We can expand the the words some too. Mr. Trump does not argue that the Constitution gives Congress judicial power over a presidential qualifications dispute. The Section Five of Article One gives Congress the power only to be the judge of the qualifications of its own members in contrast section three of the 14th amendment merely checks the judicial power of the courts by giving congress the power by two-thirds vote to remove for any reason a disqualification under section three even after it's been ju judicially adjudicated uh, second the terms of section three of 14th amendment disqualify trump the court should heed the warning of justice holmes that cases of immediate overwhelming interest often make bad law um, particularly because Section 3 emerged from the hallowed ground of the Civil War. Do, 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 do. Argument 1. States courts in this court have the judicial power to decide a presidential disqualification dispute. Resolving individual disputes of a presidential candidate's qualification is an exercise of judicial power under federalism and separation of powers. State and federal courts exercise judicial power except for Article 1. Two grants of enumerated judicial powers to Congress. Neither of those grants even arguably apply here. Um, this electors clause allocates this power to states subject to this court's uh, Article Three judicial review. The con Constitution limits Congress to the two judicial powers enumerated in Article One. Founding generation understood this. This oft-cited treatise of St. George Tucker uh, explained the Constitution vested the judicial powers except in cases particularly enumerated in the first article in the courts. The word the used in defining the powers of the executive and of the judiciary is, with these exceptions, coextensive in its signification of the word all. Okay, let's skip over some of this. Uh, constitutional provisions on impeachment provide only one of only two particularly enumerated grants of judicial power to Congress. Article 1, Section 3, Clause 6 states the Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments. Clause 6 also refers to the person subject to impeachment being convicted by concurrence of two-thirds. The next clause refers to judgment in cases of impeachment. Article 2, Section 4, in turn, subjects impeachment, the president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States. In contrast to the second grant of an enumerated judicial power to Congress, the Constitution gives Congress no judicial power concerning the president, the vice president, and all civil officers. 
the second grant in Section 5 of Article 1. Each House shall be the judge of elections, returns, and qualifications of its own members, emphasis added. Justice Story explained the reason that this judicial power concerning members was given to Congress, if lodged in any other than the legislative body itself, its independence is purity and even its existence and action may be destroyed or put into imminent danger. As a, blah, 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 blah. Let's see, in Section 5, Article 1, however, the word judge does not reflect the founding generation's understanding that it is an exercise of judicial power to decide disputed factual and legal questions about whether a particular person is qualified to hold office. Um, stark contrast to congressional qualifications, the Constitution confers judicial power to adjudicate presidential qualifications first on the state officials and courts designated by state law and ultimately on the Supreme Court to start the electors clause in Article 2, Section 1 confers power on each state to direct the manner of appointing presidential electors. Each state's far-reaching authority over presidential electors include the power to impose conditions on the appointment of electors, thus a state's legitimate interest in protecting the integrity and practical functioning of the political process permits it to exclude from the ballot candidates who are constitutionally prohibited from assuming office. Um, even without the electors clause as a matter of federalism, generally state law may authorize state courts to interpret, uh, apply federal law, even when Congress has not uh, created a judicial clause, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Section two of article three of the constitution directly gives Supreme Court ap appellate jurisdiction, both to law and fact. Um, I guess whether or not that is a fact. Uh, to summarize under the electors clause and federalism, state courts and elected officials initially have authority to adjudicate whether a candidate for president is disqualified by the constitution. Next, under Article III's authorization of appellate jurisdiction, the court reviews such a ruling and makes the final judicial decision whether a presidential candidate is disqualified. Finally, under the Supremacy Clause, the states, the Supreme Court's ruling is binding on all 50 states. That refutes any suggestion that only Congress can prevent inconsistent rulings. Uh, no amendment repeals this allocation of judicial power. Uh, Section 5 of the 14th Amendment, uh, Congress shall have no power, have the power to enforce by appropriate legislation the provisions of this article. Nothing in these 15 words deprives the state of their pre-existing power subject to the court's review to adjudicate a presidential candidate's constitutional qualification. Uh, five says power, not the power, much less exclusive or sole power. Um, for, for similar reasons, uh, Mr. Trump misplaces reliance on N.R.E. Griffin. Let's see what just happened. We got a follow, I guess, is that a follow? Yes, that's a follow. Thank you for the follow, Mutant. Appreciate you. <laughs> Had to jump back over there for the follow. I'm like, what's that noise? I heard that there was a noise. Thank you for the follow. Appreciate you. Um, I guess I should put that on all of my screens and not just that one. Um, anyway, a lot of this is, is, is stuff that, you know, lots and lots of legal jargon. I don't necessarily want to bore everybody with the entirety of the thing. And it's, it's not surprising. He's been making these arguments all over the place. Um, uh, the, only, the only point I would make about the amicus brief filed is, th is this, is that I'm, I fully agree that the court should have the power. I fully agree that the Supreme Court should have the power of that review. What, what I do believe, though, is, uh, is this, is that the Supreme Court is, is likely, in my opinion, to say something to the effect of, uh, this is not the election of president right now, this is a presidential preference primary or caucus or wherever, wherever it is, I think in Colorado it's a primary, 
and at which point you're not actually electing a president or president right now. You're doing a primary for uh, who the party wants to support. And as such, uh, this, this is not a question as to uh, the disqualification clause in the 14th Amendment. Uh, that would have to come later. And as such, um, this, it would not be applicable at this point. I don't agree with that, but that's what I think the Supreme Court would likely say uh, because they are an activist conservative Supreme Court who will likely have Donald Trump's back. Um, and then if it came back during the election season, during the actual presidential election, um, whether when it comes time to actually put you know, the Democratic and Republican nominee on the ballots uh, for November and Donald Trump is going to be put on the ballot and then they try and try it then, uh, the Supreme Court would then likely say, well, you're not actually putting Donald Trump on the ballot. You're not voting for Donald Trump. You're voting for electors. Those electors are the ones being put on the ballot, not Donald Trump. So therefore, you're not voting for Donald Trump. You're voting for the electors. So the, so the day that you actually are, the, the electors are picking Trump takes place sometime in December. And then that would be the time where the electors actually choose the president. So that would be the day that you would decide whether or not, you know, somebody would be eligible to be president. But then you have to come around in January 6th is when they count those votes. And then it would be up to Congress to challenge those votes in their role. And then you have another January 6th moment. So that's where I think the Supreme Court is likely to go with it because they're activist conservative hats, at least five, of, five or six of them are. So I'm not expecting the Supreme Court to uh, uphold the Colorado ruling, despite the well-written arguments and the well-founded arguments made by people in support of the Colorado ruling. Uh, I am fully anticipating a ruling like that, or even worse, if, if it comes out of the pen of a Justice Alito. Just saying. Anywho. Ooh, one more side note. I still have yet to tell the people on my Facebook page. Uh, let's see. I read that YouTube, if you use ad blocker, it will limit you to three videos per day if they see you using it. Interesting. Um, I don't, I mean, I've used it on my phone. I don't know. I still haven't de delved into actually disabling any ad blockers or switching to anything else. Um, Don. I hope I'm not right on that one either. Unfortunately, I've been more right than I would have liked in the past though. Um, but we'll see, you know, I've, I've recorded my predictions on this and I'm probably gonna upload this one after the show as well. Um, Cause that's a shorter version of my prediction that I posted, I think earlier. And um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If, if I'm wrong, then great, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm 100% wrong on that, but it's Alito, it's Thomas, it's Gorsuch, it's Kavanaugh, it's Barrett. I don't expect much from them. And what I do expect from them is not good things. Let's see. Michael Reich, uh, J. Michael Ludig is a co-author. He is perhaps the living linchpin of textualists, perhaps a poll of current jurists that are textualists. Well, here's the thing, though, that what is a textualist? The court's Conservatives are textualists until they're not. 
Conservatives are textualists until they run to the Federalist Papers. Conservatives are textualists until they have to deal with the Ninth Amendment. Conservatives are textualists until it's inconvenient for them to be so. Like the, the textualists on the court are, are only textualists in name only. They're, they're Tinos, if you will. Um, so after the court ruling, he would still need a th two thirds vote in Congress to get back onto the ballot. But the court rule, I don't think the court's going to rule against him. That's the thing. I think the Supreme Court's going to rule against Colorado and keep him on the ballot because he's currently on the ballot in Colorado because the Colorado Supreme Court said if it, if it gets appealed to the Supreme Court, we're putting a stay on our own ruling. So, it's, so he's still on the ballot currently in Colorado. So... Hey, Teresa, how's it going? Um, let's see, not something the current Supreme Court can easily ignore. Bring us up to present a shred of hope. Look, I like the arguments that he makes, and, and it's good that we that to bring it up. It's good to shed a big, shining, bright light on this. But we have such division in this country when it comes to this, and we'll get to that in a second. Before I talk about, I'm going to talk about one other thing before we get to the whole civil war idea ridiculousness but the point is is that i just i just have no faith that the supreme court is going to the supreme court is probably going to want to find an off-ramp on this uh because they don't want to be seen as the ones who are you know determining election outcomes because of you know bush v gore and their off-ramp is probably going to be something like as i said this the primary season you're not actually electing a president you're election you're, you're you're choosing your nominees and as such it's not a, applicable here so oh, wait what, what happened with kelahella chris it's not actually about him being on a ballot it's whether or not he can hold office i agree it's it is about whether or not he can hold office but the ballot that the colorado supreme court took him off is not about if he is not putting him in office the ballot that the, that the Colorado Supreme Court took him off of is just whether or not if, if he's going to be the nominee or not. And that's just and that's not even that. It's whether or not he gets the delegates or how many delegates he gets from Colorado, if at all. So so it's just about does he get delegates in his name to go to the Republican convention and vote for him in his name? So you're choosing Donald Trump's delegates in Colorado. That's all you're doing in Colorado which is why I think the Supreme Court is going to come down in that way. No, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Supreme Court goes, Colorado is right, Trump is ineligible, and he can't be on any ballot, period. I would love to see that happen. It would be the best thing for this country. I just don't see this court doing it. I don't see this activist Supreme Court doing it. I see the activist Supreme Court doing something more like what I'm saying. Hey, Ken QB, what's going on? Um, hey, Agolf, remember when the Republicans were terrified about the first black female SCOTUS being a judicial activist? <laughs> well, I mean, that's why conservatism is a, uh, or hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite, because uh, everything, every, every Republican accusation is a confession. Because every, every time they accuse people of things, it's, it's something that they're doing themselves. So...
before we get to the before we get to the topic of the whole idea, let's see, delegates are technically supposed to vote the will of the people. Well, delegates are supposed to vote. Well, delegates are supposed to vote for, I guess, who they're voting for when it comes to at the convention. Like, I'm not sure if there are requirements. There are there are I don't know what rules. Some state laws require the delegates to vote the way that they're supposed to vote, and other other ones don't. Uh, when it comes to how they've cast a ba- ballot at the convention, but again, you're just these this ballot that they're voting for that Donald Trump is potentially being thrown off of is not the presidential ballot. It's just whether or not he will be the Republican nominee or not, and that that's a very important distinction. And I again, I don't. I don't think that the Supreme Court's, I think that's the Supreme Court, that's going to be the Supreme Court's out, I think. So I hope I'm wrong. Again, I hope I'm 100% wrong. But I I wished I was wrong that Donald Trump was going to get to name three Supreme Court justices. And when I was when I was worried about that in 2016. um, And I was not. Uh, that would be great if the ex-president couldn't be on the ballot. I don't think the manga base would react well. Or they would like the, oh, they would they would likely they would likely go. Well, the manga base is nuts as it is. Let's just lay it out there. They're already nuts. They're already ridiculously insanely crazy. But this might drive them over the edge to bonkers. It might actually get them to raise up arms or something. Who knows? But then again, you're afraid of Taylor Swift. So who knows? Question, does Nikki Haley beat Biden in a general election? I don't know. That's what the polls say now. But the polls were saying that was that Obama was losing to um, that Obama was losing to Romney at some point too. Uh, the polls are weird because. There was somebody was quoting some poll that might have been Nikki Haley or maybe it was Howard Dean or somebody was quoting some poll on MSNBC today that 75% of Americans don't want to see Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Okay, I don't want to see Donald Trump versus Joe Biden because I don't want Donald Trump to have any chance of being president again. I'd love to see anybody else versus Joe Biden and still have Joe Biden win. You know, like, I would rather it be Joe Biden versus anybody else. I don't want to have the risk of having Donald Trump become president again, because that's an existential threat to the to the country of having a, of having a chance of having Donald Trump be president again. So the idea, so if you ask somebody, do you want to see the election be Donald Trump versus Joe Biden? And somebody says no. Well, why is the reason no? Is the reason no because you don't want either of them, or is the reason no because you don't want one of them? But the pollsters don't ask those questions, so it makes it looks like look like every one of those seventy five percent of the people that were polled are against both of them, even though that very well very well may not be the case. So, see, Chris, I'm remembering how to chat here on YouTube. Got used to Twitch, which I dual chat on. So. Yes, Wundermom. Chris is a Wundermom and is wonderful for subbing over here, for being over here and over there. 
Haley would not destroy the country like Trump would, though. That's that's one of the reasons why I would rather see it be like Biden versus Haley. Um, although Haley has her issues. Haley is is a little naive with her ideas of nobody's going to be able, no one's going to pass. You're not going to have the votes to pass a uh, a nationwide abortion ban. You don't think that if you got a Republican Congress, you got a Republican House and Republican Senate and Donald Trump was in the presidency, you don't think that they'd use the nuclear option and override the the Democrats and the the majority Democrats who were trying to filibuster a nationwide abortion ban? You don't think they'd do that? Don't be silly. They'd absolutely use the nuclear option. And then someone would challenge it using the arguments made by uh, Dobbs v. Jackson to saying that the federal government does have, doesn't have the authority over abortion, and then the activist conservative Supreme Court would say, "Well," and then they would uh, go, then they would make a reason why Dobbs v. Jackson was perfectly okay in overruling Roe v. Wade and Casey v. Planned Parenthood, but it was somehow okay for the federal government to ban abortion for reasons. So Nikki Haley is 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 a little naive on that whole thing. And Joe Biden was also naive on the idea that he would come in and be president and somehow magically work with Mitch McConnell and all the other, all his other old buddies from the Senate. That was the one thing that I was like, are you kidding me? Like you are definitely, I was like, you were definitely going to be the better option than Donald Trump by a long shot back in 2020. But the idea that you're going to be able to come in and work with Moscow Mitch, that you're going to be able to come in and work with Lindsey Graham, that you're going to be able to come in and work with, Ted Ted Cruz. I don't know if he ever worked with Ted Cruz. I don't think I don't know if Ted Cruz was in the Senate at the same time that he was. But the idea that you would be able to come in and work with these clowns after you were vice president and president of the Senate and had to see these clowns in action, this isn't like the 1980s and 1990s President Biden. These aren't the same people that you used to go to lunch with. They closed down the cafeteria because no one had lunch together anymore. So. Yes, vote dark, Brandon. Uh, one guy is saying he would be a dictator, emphasis on the word dick. Uh, and the other guy is have, would have a policy debate with Nikki and she would lose. Yes, uh, she is smarter than Trump. Though. Well, that's not saying much. Uh, that's like saying that a, a rice cracker tastes better than a pile of dog shit. You know. Rob, all the Republican presidents will uh, implement Project 1 2025, the ex-president for sure. Nikki may be a tougher sell to embrace it. That's also a problem. And also you had uh, the pro-lifers have a plan if Donald Trump comes into play. I'll have to, I'll have to look that up in a second. Um, but uh, one of the things they did want to talk about before, though, the whole Civil War thing, um, was the big old uh, meeting today. Um, um let me say. Uh, they had all the tech giants in, and they're all talking about um, how the social media giants have failed to protect children uh, when it comes to their use of social media. Now, like, how easy is it to to deal with social? How easy is it to? Uh, to get around things on social media. Like, you know, you create a YouTube channel. Are you 13 years old or older? Check. Yes. 
okay? Like, you, you lie and you say you're over 13 and there you go, you're on. Like, it's very easy to do. It's not, it's not a hard thing to lie and get on social media. It's, it's not very difficult to get around those checks that they have uh, on social media to get your own social media account. Now, my kids, one of them under 13, one of them older, over 13, neither of them really have Facebook accounts. Like my older one has a Facebook account simply so he can use his Oculus that he got as a gift, but he doesn't actually use Facebook. Um, we, we gave them Messenger for kids, but they actually allow you to have control over who your kids can talk to on Messenger for kids. So you can say, okay, you can talk to your grandparents, you can talk to these friends of yours, and you, you basically can keep a lock, keep a, a lockdown on it. Uh, but other than that, you know, there's, it's, it's still the wild west out there in many, many ways, as much as a lot of these companies want to convince you that they're trying to do something about it, but they're not being, they're not doing very well. They're not doing very well when it comes to, uh, cracking down on, on, on social media. And there was one thing that I saw, one report that I saw on social media that made me have a quick sit down with both of my kids. And I was like, look, we need to have a talk because, well, first, I've always told my kids, I don't care what you did. Don't lie to me. I'll be more mad at you if you lie to me than if you don't. Tell me the truth and we'll work it out. You know, I might be mad, but if you tell me the truth, I'll be less mad than if you lie about it. But I'm sitting there like, there are, there, there's like these scams going on where like uh, some African users or people from other countries are pretending, I think, to be kids for, at first, and they will try and manipulate these kids into sending them images of themselves, and the images of themselves are like, you know, like news or lewds or something, and then they'll try and blackmail the kids and say, if you don't give us money, we're going to put these on the internet, and so the kids, like, either get bullied and like go you go use their parents' credit cards or go cash out their own bank accounts and send them money and gift cards and stuff like that just so they can avoid uh, having their images being sent all over the internet or they get bullied so much because they can't do it and they end up they end up unaliving themselves and you know, so you had a bunch of parents whose kids or with kids or grandkids who ended up having that have ended up you know, offing themselves simply because they were so bullied over similar things or other types of bullying that they couldn't handle it. And, you know, so that made me have to have a serious conversation with both my kids. I've already had a conversation with my kids. I was like, look, while you technically have phones, because we got my kids phones after all of this, after we had the big, the big bunch of school shootings. And I was like, look, I don't care what your school's policy is. You're going to have a phone on you. And if something happens, you're going to use it to call the police. I don't care if they don't like it. You are going to have a phone on you. I don't care if, if they don't like it, if it's against their policies. You will have a phone on you. So you can call us or the police in case of an emergency. I don't care if it costs us extra money. I don't care. Not one bit. So we got them phones and, and I immediately had conversations with both of them, especially my older one. I was like, look, there are teenagers who think it's funny, who thinks it, who thinks it's cute, who think it's, you know, cool 
to send pictures of themselves or send pictures of their girlfriends or boyfriends or send pictures of other people that they might have gotten pictures of who are underage to other people who are like, you know, might be naked or doing things while naked. And it's not okay. It, it, it's against the law. And if you happen to get a picture like that, and if you send pictures like that, you'll get in trouble and we can get in trouble. So if, any, if anybody wants to send you something like that, tell them no. And if anybody sends you something like that, tell us immediately so we can call the police and have something done about it. Because we don't want you getting in trouble and we don't want to get in trouble with any of that bull crap. So, and I doubled down on that the other day when I heard this story and I was like, again, I want to remind both of you that it's, it's, it's not okay to, to, even if it's of yourself, it's not okay to send pictures of yourself. It's not okay to receive pictures of other people. And if anybody tries to get you to send pictures of yourself, you come and tell us immediately. And if they threaten y'all with, with, oh, we're going to do something bad to your parents if you tell your parents, don't believe them. Come to us anyway because they're bad people and we're here to protect you because we don't want you anything bad happening to you. We don't want to, and we don't want anything, you know, we don't want you bullied, but don't want this, that, or the other. So we, so I, I made sure to have big, long conversations with them about their, anything that they might use, be using the phone for because their phones are for, well, basically their phones right now are for that and for playing games. Um, but, and sometimes Henry might make some funny videos, but for Thomas, it's mostly games, uh, games and that, but most importantly, it's because I want to make sure they have a phone in an emergency. Like if something happens, they need to be able to call us. But you know, the, the lengths that these evil people will go through to try and scam kids now is ridiculous. And it's, well, there's something to be said about parental responsibility and parents being hands-on and parents, you know, making sure that their kids are, 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 are supported and loved and, but, and also watched over and make sure that you know what your kids are doing with their phones and know what they're doing on social media. There, there, there's, there's that. But these sites also, you know, while I, while I agree with some portions of 230, of, of Section 230 of the code that, like, allow sites to be these uh, zones where like they're not responsible for like the speech of others when it comes to like if I say something political on Facebook like if I just make a general political comment like I should be the one who's responsible for that Facebook shouldn't be the one responsible for that if I slander somebody on Facebook or whatever or libel somebody on Facebook Facebook shouldn't be responsible for that I should be the one that's responsible for that but if I'm find a way to manipulate Facebook in a way that causes uh, harm to kids. Yeah. Facebook should be held responsible if they allow their site to be used like that. I think that if section 230 doesn't allow for lawsuits in those cases, then, then section 230 needs to be edited to make sure that the law can crack down on them and act. So Chris, my sister-in-law posted a picture of Facebook of my minor girls years ago in the pool. I freaked the F out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've seen some pictures of like some of my friends' kids. Like there was somebody that I dated 
there's a woman I dated when, when we were in high school and her friend that was dating my friend, um, she posted the, and I'm friends with both of them now on Facebook. Um, she posted a picture of her and my ex-girlfriend and me and my ex-girlfriend are friends on Facebook. Um, and we actually had a nice lunch one time when she came to New Orleans. We're cordial. Like I'm cordial with a lot of my ex-girlfriends and you know, cause you know, I try to be nice <laughs> just because we're no longer together. doesn't mean we have to be shitty to each other. Um, and then, but the one that shared the picture shared a picture of like her daughter and her daughter's friend. And it was like day and night as to like what they were wearing and what, what they, what the other ones were wearing. I was like, I don't know if I'd be posting that publicly. Cause that, I mean, that, I, I mean, they were young and wearing, I mean, and it's fine. You know, it wasn't like they were showing anything off that was, that was too terrible to be shown, but there are there are some sick people out there who would have looked at that and would have been like, "That's my next victim" or something like, ooh. like I don't know. Like I would be very like most of my like when I post kids of my when I most of my Facebook posts are are private anyway. Like some of them will go to Instagram, but I don't post a lot of the stuff on my Facebook posts anyway at this point anyway for many many different reasons. Um, but like, yeah, I don't like a lot of people knowing a lot of that stuff. Like people can know a lot about my life that I share through my podcast, but not a lot of people get a lot of the stuff about other things. And I would be with, with how many creepy people are out there, especially when it comes to young women. If I had young daughters, I'd be very, very, very cautious about what I shared online with that, because there are some nasty dudes out there and and ugh, i don't want to i wouldn't want to put any of that out there and it's not, it's not the fault of them it's not the fault of the young women it's the fault of the idiot dudes out there that are creeps ugh. wait mutate what did i miss something about mutating to do, do see that was that we open up with I missed the days when it was just be home for dinner um I mean we're pretty lenient with my with my kids they they still play outside until it's dark out my neighborhood's not not bad though so um we're pretty much like when it gets dark get go come in um, this topic's getting creepy we'll, we'll change topics in a second Advertisers are mutating our kids. <laughs> yeah, Chris, I don't know who her 200 plus plans are or who their friends are. You can go exponential in no time, pretty much. Um, yeah, I don't post personal pics, period. Don't if you want to notice my avatar. I made that. It is a pretty sweet avatar, Chris. I will give you that. Kella Hella, what is this Facebook of you speak of? It's a book of facings. Um, anywho, let's see, let's see if I can find this other thing before we start talking about the civil war. Um, we don't need no civil war. 
see this thing. He's not talking about abortion much on the trail, but former President Trump has been a dependable ally of the anti-abortion moment and would have powers to act in a second term. Donald Trump, the front runner for the Republican nomination, has cast abortion to the background of his campaign and declined calls to champion on the national abortion ban. If reelected, Trump's tune could change. Without the aid of Congress, the former president would have tools to quickly curtail access to the procedure, and the pressure is on him to wield them has already started. Despite equivocating over, dec- over decades on whether he supported abortion rights, Trump uh, was in his previous turn one of the anti-abortion mo- movement's most dependable presidents. Uh, clearly, um, he's always been dodgy on abortion. Deep down, he is dodgy on it, but he'll listen to the people around him, uh, said Molly Murphy, pollster and president of the Democratic Alliance firm Impact Research. He'll trade on his issue to get something he wants, which is why I think he would very much be on the chop. It would be on the chopping block. Um, while a national ban appears unlikely to get sufficient support in Congress, a 2022 effort from Senator Lindsey Graham failed to gain traction, blah, blah, blah. There's lots of differences between what happened in the first Trump administration and what would be happening now. Uh, Trump was the first president uh, to attend the March for Life. Let's see. Medication abortion. A new Trump administration could force the FDA to remove Miffy Prestone, assuming the his court doesn't do it for him. Uh, the already, uh, already anti-abortion advocates have been pushing for this most promptly through the lawsuit. Even if the Supreme Court challenge fails, removing Miffy Preston is the centerpiece of anti-abortion strategy laid out by Roger Severino, who headed the HHS Office of Civil Rights in Trump's previous administration and is now a vice president of Heritage. Uh, medication abortions are possible without many Miffy Preston for abortion patients can take a larger doses of misoprostol, but the misoprostol only regimen is known to be less effective and more painful. Um, Comstock Act, Gene Hamilton, a lawyer who worked in Trump's Justice Department, uh, urged the next Republican president. Uh, Thank you, Donna, for the gifting of a membership. Um, uh, In a similar document, urged the next Republican president to launch a campaign to enforce the criminal prohibitions um, of mailing abortion medications against providers and distributors of such pills with the Comstock Act, potential enforcement of Comstock, which is written into curtail material intended for producing abortion or for any indecent or immoral use, um, has emerged as a key strategy for anti-abortion activists. Uh, contraception implications, the implications could go beyond abortion, extending to potentially restricting birth control access. Some anti-abortion organizations have argued that emergency contraception is an abortifacient. It's not, but, you know, they still think it is and should be similarly restricted. Uh, Students for Life, an anti-abortion group, has specified, uh, has been critical of continued legality of hormonal birth control pills. If, if, if it is the position of people that heritage or formal Trump administration officials that emergency contraception is abortifacient or hormonal birth control pill is, they could try to apply Comstock to those. Uh, protests at abortion clinics. Heritage is also calling on the next Republican president to review the administration's enforcement of a law that protects access to the entrance of abortion clinics. Uh, even if Trump doesn't adhere to the Heritage playbook, the second Trump administration would likely represent a meaningful shift in the federal landscape of abortion rights. Uh, the Biden administration has argued in court that federal emergency medicine law pr- pr- protects access to abortion care in cases where it's life-saving. It should be. Um, in a conservative administration, legal scholars suggested the federal government could go as far as undercutting state abortion protections by challenging them in court, uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, so yeah, there's lots and lots of things that conservatives can do 
uh, if Donald Trump is president by pushing his hand, by forcing his hand. Of course, in the second Trump presidency, he's a lame duck unless he just becomes dictator, which he wants to do on day one anyway. Uh, but there's lots and lots of things that Donald Trump could do uh, hypothetically as president if he were to become president again when it comes to the issue of abortion. Therefore, it's another reason why we shouldn't be letting Donald Trump become president in the first place. We shouldn't have let him become president in the first place in 2016, but we need to absolutely make sure that he doesn't get back in the office or otherwise abortion rights are going to take another huge hit. And I, I would, some people would say potentially, I would say it's almost guaranteed that abortion rights will take another huge hit if Donald Trump is allowed back into the oral Oval Office. I'm sorry, Oral Office. Hilarious. Kella Hella, does anyone believe that Trump has never paid for an abortion? Um, no, I don't believe that one bit. I'm sure, and there are many conservatives who are anti-abortion who have paid for abortions. Uh, there are many stories online, you can find them, of people who've worked in abortion clinics uh, who who have then had the people who were protesting out beside those clinics who have then come in to get an abortion. Why? Oh, my case is different. My case is different than their cases. I'm not using it as birth. Mine's a different case than theirs. Yeah, right. I mean... We had uh, Brit Gandalfi. We're gonna, probably going to have soon another talking shit with Brit segment. Uh, hopefully soon. Maybe before the cruise. Maybe after. I don't know. We're gonna, but I've already talked to her about it. She, she wants to come back on and do another talking shit with Brit segment. Um, she, she on the show talked about her time where she worked at an abortion clinic. And one of the people who was, came in was one of the protesters that was previously protesting outside. And then after she had her abortion... A week or two later, she went back out and was protesting abortions again. As Nimbus Yosh, the host of the most of the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast, says, hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite. So easy E. Blocking people from entering abortion clinics would likely violate HIPAA. Uh, not necessarily. HIPAA is only an issue of providers. So if you're not a provider, HIPAA doesn't apply. Like if I happen to get a hold of your, of, your, of your medical information, like if I took a picture of you entering an abortion clinic and then shared that picture online, it's not a violation of HIPAA because HIPAA is, is a requirement on people who work at the clinic. It wouldn't be, a, it's, not, it's not something that would be, um, it's not on anybody else. So one of the things that people sometimes often confuse about, about HIPAA. And I've had, I've worked at hospitals, I've worked for insurance companies and I've had, to, I've had to, I've had to take many, many, many HIPAA courses. And so I'm fairly, fairly, fairly certain that somebody blocking an abortion clinic would not violate HIPAA. Um, Kelahela, NIMBY, but different. Well, different backyard, so to speak, depending if they were taking back shots or not, and, and if they got pregnant. All right, Nick Rich, have a good one. Um, have a good night. Good dreams. Where's Wes? I heard today's Wes's birthday. If he was here, I would sing him a happy birthday, but no.
see what what am I missing? Jolie's star is a different color, is it? Jolie's star is a different color. Look at that. That's weird. Very, very interesting. I don't know why that is. What is going on between Michael and Aaron in the chat? I missed something. NIMBY does apply in this case, although you're probably right about HIPAA. Probably. Trying to trying to think of what trying to think of a good not a, a B word <laughs> for for the abortion. Um, oh, that's why because she is a liberal animal for a month, so that's why because her thing is a different color. Hey, there you go. Congratulations for your one month animal ship. Very cool, Jolie. Mazel tov. Um, West dropped in and how's live stream during the last few minutes. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Um, that is neat. The mod badges change color. That's very neat. Learn something new every day. Um, Trying to think of a word for for I mean not in my, not in my backside yeet, but that wouldn't be your backside for not in my um I don't know not in my bassinet yeet <laughs> for why you want an abortion not in my whatever so give me a good b word that would fit in there as to why you would want to have an abortion and it would be nimby. Badges? We don't need no stinking badges. Anyway, so... All right, so I guess it's 9 o'clock, so good time for a show. Reset, Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right. Mondays and Wednesdays, live, 8 p.m. Central here. LiberalDanRadio.com, which is the YouTube link, or live on Twitch.tv slash LiberalDanRadio, which will get you here as well. Um, we... uh. We uh, help the show out. Remember to like the video, uh, follow the Twitch stream, subscribe to the YouTube channel. All that is free. Uh, if you have Amazon.com, you could subscribe to the, to the Twitch channel for free as well. Um, comment on videos, share the share videos, share the uh, a playlist that I've created, including the case for Joe Biden, the case against Donald Trump, Fat Man Ranch, um, coming to terms with activism, uh, unraveling toxic masculinity. Uh, the GOP coup, et cetera, all of those things are out there to be shared and to get people out there and voting and educated and yada, yada, yada. Uh, other ways you can support the show, you can become a liberal Danimal, um, very cheap to do so, become a member, uh, you'll get access to um, some videos early, uh, the, the higher level you are, the more videos you might get access to early, you can become a patron patreon.com slash liberal Dan. You can Venmo me at liberal Dan or just scan the QR code. Just do friends and family because you're not buying anything from me. And you can buy me a cider. Go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me a cider button. 
or you can go to blog, buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldanradio and get there as well. Not in my body, yeet. Thank you, Steve. Body. Duh. There you go. Not in my body. Yeet. That's, that's perfect. Steve is a genius. Steve is brilliant. Brilliant, Steve. Steve's a brilliant lad there. Over there across the pond. Oh, I'm Scottish, so I have to make it a more Scottish accent if I'm remembering that correctly. Sorry. Um, not in my body. Yeet! Anyway. <laughs> so, and again, the other thing you could do over the next eight to nine days or so-ish, about eight and a half days-ish, just click the pinned link. It's a game that you play on your phone. Uh, I got Again, I got invited uh, on my Nerdy Dan account uh, to, to help to get people to come uh, to download the game. It has to be played on your phone in order for it to work for me. You just play this game. Uh, it, I get benefits if you get, to, if you get your stronghold to level 7, level 11, and level 15. Um, I need 30 people to do it. I, I need 29 other people to do it. Because if, if I do it, I'm the first one. I get benefits for myself doing this. I need 29 other people to do it. I've already, I already determined that I can, I've gotten to level 11. I've gotten it to level 11 without having to pay a single penny to play the game. And I've done it in a day. So it's not hard to do. It's, it's, it's something you can do to pass the time. If you're bored, whatever. Just So if, if you, you want to do another way to help me out and play a little silly little game uh, while you're on the can or while you're sitting in bed, whatever, help a brother out that way too. Like if 30 people do it over the next 10 days, I, I literally will make 600 bucks. So this is pretty cool. Anywho, so yes, twitch.tv slash liberal Dan radio as well. Follow me over there. Uh, you can, again, subscribe for free to Twitch with your free Amazon account, um, or you have the Twitch memberships as well. And there are still four or five first badges left if you want to claim one, um, where you, you can only get one if you were the first 10 subscribers uh, to the Twitch channel. Um, if you're not, you, you lose out. Um, all the cool kids are getting them, but, uh, if you don't want one, it's fine. That's, you know, whatever, but you can get one. You get one if you use your Amazon prime account to get the membership. I don't think you get one if someone buys you a membership. Cause I don't, cause I think Aaron bought Andrea a membership but Andrea didn't look, look like she didn't get the first batch. So I think that's something. Yeah, the big hook. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. Yes. Yes, Chris got hers too. Yes, Wundermom, Chris got hers. Jolie, Aaron, my nerdydan.com account got one too because I used my Amazon Prime to subscribe to myself for free to give myself free money. Um. So I can guarantee myself a free three bucks every month because I have Amazon Prime. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think Donna. Yeah, Donna got it as well. Donna, Aaron, Jolie, me, Chris, and then, yeah, Andrea is the other one. 
So, yes, I got to you, Donna. I think I said Donna as you were typing, Donna. <laughs> Appreciate all of y'all. And I believe the, the purchased one is my, um, was my 52nd membership here on YouTube as well. I was looking at YouTube today. I had 51 overall purchased memberships. Uh, so the one, somebody that bought somebody, the other membership, I think Donna, was, was that you? Um, who bought the, who bought the second membership? Uh, hold on. Let me, I can pull that up real quick. Uh, fan funding. Yes. Donna gifted the membership. I think that would be my 52nd membership. And then Jolie, uh, resubscribing for a month would be the 53rd technically bought membership. So that's pretty awesome. Y'all are making me feel really awesome and really, really well loved. Uh, by all the support you've given me in the last, in not just in the last month, but for the fact that y'all helped me get to this point, y'all helped me get to um, not not just get to partner on 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 YouTube, but get to um, but get to be an affiliate on Twitch and get to the point where you know I feel like I'm 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 really being a success at this. Like I'm really getting this to the point where it's it's going somewhere really good and, and i have really good hope for the future about this show and i could not have done it without every single one of y'all y'all are uh let's see dan now who's the genius you oh um <laughs> let's see i have to figure out how to download it on my emulator i don't know if it works on the emulator um with with the game i don't know if it will work if it does cool more power to you but I'm not sure if it does. Hey, now Nielsen, how are you? Um, but let's talk about the Civil War. Or we don't need no Civil War. Anyway, um, do you think the truck convention will turn violent? Well, it's a group of maggots, so who the hell knows? They have the full-on potential of turning violent. Um, Let's go read the story about them real quick, and we'll we'll, we'll get into that topic because that's the topic I want to get into next. Is is the is the whole what they're they're labeling it a small trucker convoy, but I don't know how small they are. Um, Donna, you're Welsh. Does it count? Can you speak like those those long Welsh names? But see, and see, I could have made another hypocrite of the week when it comes to those trucker convoys. Like I could, I could have made them a hypocrite of the week, or I could have done something with them similar to that. But my thing is, is that it would have been too long to make them hypocrite of the week because, I mean, you can't. I can't just cover the truckers in thirty days or in thirty seconds or a minute or whatever. Um, but according to the MSNB News, uh, some supporters of the trucker convoy or self-described or self-described patriots heading towards the U.S. border with Mexico have expressed violent rhetoric before planned events on Saturday. Organizers of the group are stressing nonviolence uh, as they struggle to organize a convoy of the size they bragged about and assure their conspiracy-minded fellow right-wingers that this isn't all just a big government setup. The Take Our Border Back events have been advertised online as peaceful assembly and prayer. Aww. Uh, the organizers who refer to themselves as We the People and God's Army uh, have put out a call for 
all active, retired law enforcement, military veterans, mama bears, elected officials, business owners, ranchers, truckers, bikers, media, and law-abiding, free-loving, freedom-loving Americans uh, to join them at events planned for three locations, Eagles Pass, that's going to be fun, Yuma, Arizona, and San Ysidro, California. Some right-wing media outlets have boosted organizers' claims of 700,000 expected participants on Saturday and thousands of trucks in the convoy, but images and live streams from the convoy have indicated much smaller numbers. One video posted Wednesday showed a few dozen vehicles and a few semi-trucks. It's hard to predict how it's going to be. Uh, Scott Sachs, one of the leaders of the group, told NBC News, social media postings in response to the events, which are reviewed by NBC News, include calls for civil war and violence, and the events have been advertised on white nationalists and gun forums. All Governor Abbott has to do is call for the citizens, and we are armed and ready, one commenter on a video said about the events. Uh, another poster said the convoy members should bring their kits, so if stuff goes down, you'll be able to protect yourselves and help out. Another social media user posted a meme about undocumented and untraceable weapons and a note that they were ready to join the final battle for Americans. Sachs, who is from California, said the group was not looking for confrontations with the government or migrants and that anyone suggesting otherwise on their Telegram channels was not listening, was not listening to anyone, list, anyone was or anything, anyone were, was, I guess anyone was not listening to what he was said. It was a clear message from the top. I think they're idiots. Well, maybe that's the first right thing that he said. Hey, Marie, thank you for being a liberal animal. Appreciate you. Chris, I call them fake triots. Well, there's lots of words for them. You know, fake triots, cosplay triots, y'all Qaeda, Meal Team 6, uh, Vanilla Isis, Gravy Seals, all the good stuff. Um... Saturday's planned events come amid anger on the right after the Supreme Court last week authorized Border Patrol agents to remove razor wire installed on the border by the state of Texas, which the federal government says was preventing agents from being able to reach migrants in distress. The White House and Senate are also currently negotiating bipartisan legislation. Uh, hey, nerd. Thank you, nerd Misha. Currently negotiating bipartisan legislation to impose tougher immigration and asylum laws. Uh, President Joe Biden said... Uh, he would shut down the border when it's overwhelmed if he's given the new authority in that deal. The first convoy to leave Virginia on Monday got off to a bit of a rough start. A live stream posted by individuals embedded in the convoy show. A wide reporter described the convoy as a complete mess as it's made its way to Florida. Uh, supporters are suspicious of the event, posting social media they believe it's some sort of government setup. Uh, that's been a major theme of conservative events in the aftermath of January 6th. Um, with millions of Donald Trump supporters believing false conspiracy theories that the Capitol attack was a setup by the deep state uh, to entrap white ring of white right winged Americans. Still, Saturday's events have been politicized by Representative Keith Self, a Republican from Texas, and has gotten a boost from Tuckums. Uh, where are the men of Texas? Why aren't they protecting their state and nation? Carlson, who has 11.2 million followers on the shitter, asked in a post on the website formerly known as Twitter. He went on to interview one of the leaders of Take Our Border Back, Pete Chambers. Uh, Chambers served in the Texas Army National Guard at the southern border, uh, but it left the military in 2022 because of his opposition to COVID mandates. He quickly became the cause célèbre on the right, appearing on a dozen podcasts and panels where he claimed he had been permanently injured by the COVID vaccine. Uh, he had persuaded thousands of soldiers at the Texas-Mexico border to refuse the shots, and he was allegedly punished for his activism. Uh, but beyond vaccine misinformation, Chambers has promoted several other medical and government conspiracy theories, 
including globalists are planning another pandemic uh, about 5G cellular, cellular technology as a government weaponized threat to human existence and that genetically modified foods are part of a plot by the cabals and elites to change human DNA and control the population. You know, the smarts. <laughs> Easy E. Only a maggot could F up a trucker convoy. Pretty much. Um, Sachs said to anyone who starts trouble in the events will simply be asked to leave, noting that two of the three rallies will be held on private property, while the one in San Ysidro will be at a public park. He expressed support for conspiracy theories that non-Trump supporters, uh, either federal agents or Antifa, cause the violence on the Capitol attacks, saying that there are parallels to J6 here. If you don't think that there are people infiltrating or subverting, if you haven't watched the footage I have, it's obvious I mean, I'll let you figure that out. So there you go. The crazies are out in numbers, they're out in force, and you know, never never disbelieve the, the, the capabilities of a large group of idiots in numbers. And remember, as of course, uh, of all these people that are coming out, I'm sure a large group of them are in the group of people that Donald Trump called the poorly educated, because after the Nevada caucus in 2016, Donald Trump gave much credit and much love to the poorly educated who he did really well with and he really, really loves. So, <laughs> Cynthia, sounds like a bunch of anti-vaxxers getting together. What could go wrong? My question is, what could go right? I mean, get, the, get all of them together? You know, only problem is is, is them bringing the, bringing everything back to their neighborhoods. But let them stay together. Let them f around and find out. When they start finding out, that's 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 when it starts getting better. Maybe they'll find out before the election. Make it even easier for Biden to win. Who knows? Do 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 do. Their convoy doesn't even qualify as a small funeral procession. Kimchi, exactly. Um, got the game and followed on Twitch. Thank you very much, Nerd Misha. Appreciate you. Thank you, Jackie, for gifting another membership. You're awesome. Don't invite Trudeau, Buzzkill. <laughs> Stupid is and stupid does. When it comes to y'all, Kata, the Gravy Seals, Meal Team Six, etc. But like, the reason that they would be hypocrite of the week, though, is they're actually posts where you see people asking because they they're also talking about Texas seceding from the nation, which if Texas secedes from the nation, what that's forty. 40 House seats lost, so the Democrats are guaranteed to keep the House of Representatives from that point on. They lose both Senate seats, which means it's much easier for the, for the Democrats to keep the Senate. And then the Democrats are guaranteed to retain the presidency from that point on. So fine, leave. Become your own country again. I don't care. Just make sure to give back all the stuff that the federal government paid for. But all of these people are asking, if, if we get... If we if we secede from the union, does that mean we lose our social security? Yup. Sorry, dude. You don't get to have your cake and eat it too. You you don't get to secede from the country but maintain your government benefits. It's not how it works. If you want to leave the country, you leave the country and you leave everything behind. You don't get to 
you don't get to leave the country and keep the benefits that you had as a citizen previously. F around and find out. Losing your Social Security benefits and other benefits that you might have, like your Medicare, is you finding out. Good luck live surviving in the new Republic of Texas with no Social Security, no social nets, no Medicare. Good luck with that. You'll come crawling back. And I'm all for, if, if Texas secedes from the union, I'll be the first one in line to say, build a wall. Build the damn wall <laughs> between Texas and the United States. Absolutely build that wall. And then build a bridge over the wall so the people who want to migrate through Texas and come in and get and get a, and declare asylum in the United States can do so. Build a build a bridge over Texas, or maybe around it, so that they can come in. But build or or they just can come through Arizona, I guess, at that point, or New Mexico or California. But you know, build the wall around Texas so that we don't have to have Texans coming in begging for their freaking. Uh, Social Security back. Jeff, I'm still thinking about the kimchi and curry show. It's a spicy show. Yes, that's a spicy show. Chris, they don't think things through, do they? If they thought things through, Donald Trump would have never been president in the first place. That's the problem. Cynthia, I'm surprised France hasn't repoed the Statue of Liberty from us. I'm surprised that we haven't given it back. I'm surprised that the conservatives haven't been like, let's take it down. We don't want it. We don't want it up anymore. It's inviting people to come to our country, and they don't want us here. We don't, they don't want them here. The, the Republicans don't want any more immigrants here. Because if, if, you, if you believe any of them when they say it's just about people who are here in violation of our laws, you, didn't, you haven't listened to enough of them. Because plenty of them will also say that they don't want people here who are immigrants who were come here legally either you heard that when other joe called into the show <laughs> kim Sheik, jeff curry well kimmy needs money how do you feel about only fans are you saying that you have an only fans kim Chi? Hmm. apparently there was this uh, on a side note i saw some story where some uh, parent had an only fans sticker across her back windshield and she uh, has her kids in a private Christian school, and the school basically told her that she's not allowed to pick up her kids anymore using that car because they don't want this, a, a car with OnlyFans driving through their property. So they have she has to find another way to pick them up. So no, uh, no OnlyFans stickers driving through the school. And my comment on that one was, I bet you half the school would, and that was in Florida as well. I was, my, my, my idea on that one was I guarantee you that the school would be, would, or half the school would be okay, at least, if she had a sticker that said only clans. If it said only clans, that would be probably cool with them, but not only fans. Jeff Curry, what is only fan? I mean, I have one. This is only one fan. See? This is my only fan in the room. Anyone? Is this thing on? Tip your waitress, just the tip. I am hoping to hear a response from that from that other person who is on OnlyFans to see if she uh to see if she will come on the show because I really would love to interview her. 
not because of her, not because of her adult actress uh, career, but simply because I want to find out why she goes on that stupid show. Is it is it just because maybe she gets maybe she goes on the show? Like I'd love to see like if she goes on the show and how her viewership goes up the next day. Like that would be great if 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 like if if to get the numbers from her show. Like if she like she goes on the show and she talks about stuff, but whatever. And then all of us on whatever, and she and she then like the next day has like a spike in subscriptions or like a spike in views. That would be absolutely amazing if that if that would be the case. Like she goes on, she gets shamed by the clowns as the host. She gets shamed by the people who send the whatever people two hundred dollars super chats just to have their words, their horrible words on the screen. And then they go and they, you know, subscribe to her OnlyFans and she makes bank simply for putting up with their BS, their misogynistic and racist BS uh, because of her career choice. Yes, only clans is, 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 what, is, is probably what the uh, Florida conservatives would have no problem with somebody driving around with a sticker on. I didn't say I, I didn't say I, I, I wouldn't flirt. I mean, I'd probably flirt too, but I'm just saying, and I and I am a prevert, but I'm just saying the main reason I would want to have her on the show is to ask her those questions. <laughs> George Santos has an OnlyFans. I really don't want to know. I really don't want to know. I mean, there are people with OnlyFans technically who don't do sexual things i mean i'm not and i'm not talking about the people who do it who just have like who just show off their feet and stuff like that who like or who are like swimsuit models like i think there are wrestling stars or former wrestling stars who go on who have only fans who who don't like have sex but they pose or whatever i think there are people with like only i think only fans tried to go legit i think there are people with cooking shows on only fans or something like you can use it for non-sexual purposes. It's just a lot of people don't. Most, a lot of people use it for sexual purposes. Kellahella, you bet all those daddies have checked. Oh, I guarantee you all of them have checked it out. They're probably like, oh, honey, sure. That's like that. They're, they're probably sitting there like looking at their phones, like hiding the, hiding the phones, like, you know, typing in the website. Yeah, honey, that, that, I can't believe that mom is, is would, would would be post would be driving around with such a such a website on the back of their car. What was the name of the website again? Oh, that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Honey, where did you put the lotion again? Like <laughs> that's probably the conversation in half of their houses. That's probably why the wives complain to the school and the school is probably like, well, we can't have the the mob the moms complaining about their husbands, you know, because the husbands my husband had been spending too much time alone in the bathroom since since mom showed up with the with the OnlyFans uh, sticker on the back windshield. So Hobart would be next. Hey, hey, now don't we don't slut shame. <laughs> if I, I have no problem with Lauren Boebert having consensual sex with whoever she wants to. The problem I have with Lauren Boebert is her being a Republican and trying to campaign on ish on family issues and trying to campaign to prevent other people from having the consensual sex that they want to have that's the problem i have with bobert if she wants to 
F around with people and have a good time, she should be able to. As long as everybody consents, I have no problem with it. Go get it if you want it. Just don't try and force anybody else to not have their lifestyle that they want to consent to. It's as simple as that. Nerd Misha, no kink shaming and no yucking him yum, safe here. Right. Well, as I said the last show, the only yums I yuck are are if 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 your if your yums are not based in consent. Like if your yums are 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 require a lack of consent, then yes, I will yuck your yums. Other but as long if if you if your yums are consensual, if they're based in consent, then I don't yuck your yums. I might not understand your yums. I might I might not want to participate in your yums, but have fun with your yums. Yeah, exactly. Adam West says, what was the name of the account again? <clears throat> Be like them in the bathroom. Honey, what are you doing? What's what's taking so long at the bathroom, dear? <clears throat> it's like nothing, dear. Nothing, dear. Uh, Where did we put the lotion? I think we need more. Put us some more lotion in the Walmart list. Unless it's Ted Cruz, we don't wish him on anyone. <laughs> well, I mean, I would feel sorry for anybody who was with Ted Cruz, but, you know, if his wife really loves him, there's no accounting for taste, I guess. Honey, make so don't make so much noise next time you're reading. Honey, why does it sound like you're making macaroni and cheese in the bathroom? Why it sounds like you're stirring macaroni and cheese in there. What what's what is that? Oh nothing, dear, nothing, dear. <laughs> hey look, Gara. You can sell your farts, but you get GI issues and have to stop. <laughs> I definitely don't want to participate in your yums. No offense. Absolutely. Don't. I mean, don't participate in anybody's yums that you don't want to participate in. <laughs> that is a gross sound. Yes, it is. Um She used a hookup site when she met Cruz. Who, Bobert? Wasn't it wasn't it Bobert who was supposedly, allegedly on some sort of like escorting type site when she met Cruz, like and she was like in somebody else's escort, and then like Cruz convinced her to run for office, and that's how she ended up running for office. Like you should be a politician one day. And she was like, you know what? Maybe I should. And then she went up and did it. And, and he probably was like, oh, God, I was just talking. I was just talking out my ass. I didn't really mean it. I can't believe she actually did it. <laughs> Wonder Mom, I feel sick. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chris. Wait, I need to have the the little tiny cup from Wayne's World. If you're going to spew, spew in this. Donna, why is only one of your hands off? <laughs> yeah, they don't get that. 
they don't at their house they don't get the hands so soft lotion they only get hand so soft lotion it's only one it's only one hand that gets soft <laughs> hilarious Man, we took a we took a we took a turn in this show, and it's not even ten yet, my time. Usually, we don't take this turn until ten o'clock, until like two hours into the show. We turned this way, or we got we got this way early today. Wow. She claims the allegations are false, but couldn't provide any proof. Well, I mean, it's not up to her to prove a negative. Like, it's not up to her to prove the allegations false. It's up to her to it's up to other people to prove them true. So if anybody would want, would have wanted to prove that she was there as an escort, they would have to provide evidence that she was one. I mean, they have provided the evidence that she was on that site. Uh, so there is that picture. So who knows? Let's see. in need of that liberal ban after dark show i know i know we'll, we'll have to get there eventually i still haven't decided if i want if i would want to do it like live on the patreon or if i would want to do it on a, on a different youtube channel because i don't want to i don't want to get too much into i don't want to get too dirty on this one that's the thing i mean we, we we've we've bumped up against with some of the humor but we haven't actually gone i don't i don't think we've actually crossed the line yet but i don't want to get too dirty with it um until i'm on a different one so like we'll see but again i think i want to wait till after i become the full-on 1000 1000 user partner before we start with that idea we'll see um do 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 Easy E, she looks too much like the Wicked Witch of the West with her nose, but is not bad looking. Well, I mean, the problem with Bobert and the problem with a lot of people who you might look at and you might think they are like traditionally attractive or whatever, is that once she starts spewing her vile hatred, like the, the, that black ooze that exists in her just starts seeping out of her pores at that point. And it's just like, no i'm like i can't i couldn't it's just it's no <laughs> govin can't let the audience choose the punchline <laughs> thank you thank you for the super chat appreciate you um see michael like eek i said he's not going to have a does god have a whatever discussion because i belong to the most oppressed group of people throughout time i'm an atheist in my 50th year of disavowal amen <laughs> Well, you know, I love how I love uh, what was it Dogma's take on it when God was played by Alanis Morissette. Cruz didn't use Venmo like Gates. Yeah, Pizza Gates. Uh, poor Nestor. It's a shame. Poor Nestor. Just I don't know. Like 
I don't know. Yeah, I love the movie Dogma. Dogma is, Dogma is great. And it's funny because if you if you didn't realize if you didn't realize this what hap- what had happened um in Dogma Matt Damon plays Loki. In Thor, in the third Thor, when um, Tom Hiddleston's character as Loki is is pretending to be his adoptive father, um, Odin, and he's having two actors play Loki and Thor, um, Chris Hemsworth's brother plays Thor in the, in that little play, and the person who plays Loki is a, is also Matt Damon. So Matt Damon plays Loki in two different movies, which is hilarious. See Kim Cheech. Some dude tried to get with me outside the Seven Eleven today. He was entertaining, but I got some serial killer vibes with the contrast of the Buddha, Sicilian mafia, emotional intelligence, PTSD, life story BS. Oh, well, I'm glad you avoided the. Uh, the uh, the the serial killer. Then I'm glad you glad you figured that out and, and got away. Um, that's a good thing. Was he cute otherwise, Kimchi? <laughs> that's kind of like the other other than that other other than that, Mrs. Lincoln. How was the play? Back to politics for a second. Um, on the show, I have been doing something where I did want to take a do a, a Governor Landry uh, watch or what have you, because we have uh, Governor Landry, uh, who is a horrible, horrible conservative, um, horribly uh, misinformed individual, uh, and I don't understand how he got his law license. Um, but he had this giant committee that he made of, of how to fix New Orleans that was made up of hardly anybody in New Orleans. Uh, committee members tasked with making recommendations in New Orleans uh, on New Orleans to Louisiana Governor Landry submitted reports last week and said some of their advice is already being implemented in hopes of improving this city. One early recommendation is that the new governor deploy state police to the city year-round, not just for big tourism events. Committee member Greg Rusevich, CEO of Transoceanic Development, uh, said that that's already in the works. There will be a troop NOLA, and the difference this time is that it will be a permanent deployment. What's unique about this is now we have 24-7, 365-day state police. It's a permanent deployment that can give a lot of help. Committee member Bishop Tom Watson, senior pastor of Watson Memorial Teaching Ministries on St. Ave- Charles Avenue, said he was encouraged by Landry's focus on New Orleans crime. One of the things I was pleased with when the governor came to, into the transition team meetings was that he was concerned not about the French Quarter, but about New Orleans East. And the antenna went up for me. He's looking broadly to help us with the crime problem. New Orleans Police Department has for years suffered from officer attrition. Having state troopers assigned to the city is seen as a way to help offset the NOPD depleted manpower. Hopefully the troopers that come in are, are state police who live in New Orleans. That would probably be a good thing. Maybe. I'm willing to give that one the benefit of the doubt. Maybe. Um, Michael Hecht, president of CEO of GNO Gink. 
Inc. also serves on a transition committee. One of the things the governor was clear about, in order to make the French Quarter safer, we have to make the entire city safer. So he said we're going to make sure New Orleans East is, safe, East is safer. We're going to make sure the 7th Ward is safe. And that was really good to hear. The committee also suggested the governor work with the legislature and criminal justice stakeholders to make actions related to juvenile crime more accessible to the public. Just give the public the transparency they need on the juvenile crime and where it's going through the system. Uh, further, he says that includes transparency when juvenile offenders escape custody. Uh, that should be available to the public. The panel also suggested uh, that new Attorney General Liz Merrill, a Republican, assist with uh, Orleans Parish DA Jason Williams with criminal prosecutions in the city before taking office. Landry announced at a press conference at the Superdome that would be that would happen. And it shows that now our elected officials are putting public safety above politics. Uh, there's also recommendations about troubled New Orleans Sewage and Water Board. One is for an evaluation of the governance of the agency, its organizational structure, and its funding. Uh, there's a question about whether governance should be changed uh, to give the Sewage and Water Board more autonomy, to allow it to have more responsibility in terms of how it gets funded. Uh, I don't like that. And for what makes it more effective. So they're going to privatize it so they can charge us more money. That would be great. Not. Um, the task force also urged for the Port of New Orleans, a new international terminal project in St. Bernard. Uh, Heck said it is necessary to keep the city's port competitive. If and when the Louisiana International Terminal is bit, Louisiana will be a, a leader in international trade. Um, so that's not New Orleans, that's St. Bernard. Uh, we have pockets of folks who have access to good schools. And then I would say we have a, a, off balance. We don't have fairness in terms of access. Well, that's because you went full charter. Uh, committee wants a legislator to consider allowing the con conversion of unused school facilities into early childhood development centers. Well, that would be nice if it would be free, but we don't have universal pre-K-4 here in the city, in the state. If it would maybe pass something that would allow and enable universal pre-K-4 in the state so that people could have universal pre-K-4, and that way our, our students would be better off and get a head start. But no, they won't do that because we have a Republican majority, supermajority in the legislature and a stupid Republican governor. Uh, I will, if they do that, I will completely admit I was wrong, but I don't expect them to do that. Pretty pleased the governor has seemed to accept the recommendations thus far. Boise Bollinger said, Ugh. and he is very focused on trying to help New Orleans. Watson and the others expect the dialogue with the Landry administration to continue. Uh, I'll definitely ensure that not as a pastor, but as a citizen and community leader, there'll be some accountability and follow-up. Yeah, whatever. I don't believe. Waterboard. You would waterboard people. No, the, the sewage and waterboard is the is the name of our water people. It's not, a, it's, not, it's not how we waterboard people. Although sometimes when we get the bill, it feels like we're being waterboarded. Um, Let's see. Do, do, do. Head Start equalizes the poor and rich. Why would they like it? I don't think I don't think they said that they would implement Head Start. I think they said that they would want to give people a head start. I think that's the thing. I I, <laughs> I think I think we're reading a little bit too much in it by saying that they would actually implement Head Start. See, I don't know. What's up, Andrea? Good to see you. Um, I missed it, Kimchi. Did you say if the if if the if the dude was was uh, was good looking or not? 
head start like as in hunting the homeless? No, not like that. It's in hunting the MAGA. <laughs> Be right back. Sun is on, I'm assuming that means phone. Uh, Cincinnati is going to implement a pilot program where they pay students for 90% attendance in K and ninth grades, like in five schools, is to bring attendance up for much higher numbers. Um, that'd be interesting. Does it go into like a scholarship program or do they get money in their pockets? Because that, that would determine whether or not some how much it would work. Because some people would be like, ooh, scholarship, that's good. Other people would be like, I don't want it. I don't want it unless I see it right in my hands. So mm. almost out of water, almost out of agua. Necesito agua, por favor. Yeah, the ex-president claims he's more popular than Taylor Swift. Yeah, the ex-president is delusional about a great many things. But I'm not really the ex-president because I was elected. They, it was it was a sham. I was really elected. That's which is my argument. So if he was really elected in 2000, like he claims, then he can't run for election again because you can only be elected to president twice. That's against the Constitution for him to run again if he was really elected. Duh. So I think we should all we should all just admit right now. You know what? Donald Trump really was elected in 2020. You're right. Which means you can't vote for him again because that would mean it would be a third time, and he can't run a third time. So. Sorry, you have to vote for Biden. I love all the things with Taylor Swift, though. It's like, will Taylor Swift be able to make it from China to the Super Bowl? And the resounding answer is yes, because of, you know, what the time difference is and what it will be when she gets out. And she'll basically be able to get home with get to uh, the Super Bowl to get Vegas with plenty of time to spare. But it's just hilarious how much now more people are paying attention simply because Taylor Swift is dating uh, Kelsey. My wife likes uh, his brother better. <laughs> there was a meme going around. My type is Taylor Swift's boyfriend's brother. Yes, and a jet. Private jet. Uh, has anyone wondered why Texas did not invite Trump to build the wall at Eagles Pass? It's a good question. Why? Maybe they think that they don't need one because of the river. I don't know. Or maybe Texas was like, you can't build a wall here because you'll ruin our nice preserve, preserves. But you can't have a wall here because the reason we have this, this, we have this, this Eagles Pass thing here is because we want to be able to see the river from where we are. And, if, and if, you, if you build the wall here, we can't see the river from this nice park, i.e. it's probably another NIMBY thing and not a not-in-my-body-yeet thing. But uh, a, a NIMBY, a, a not in my backyard thing. They probably, you know, didn't want the wall right there. But that's why they're building, like, you know, the barbed wires and razor wire and all the other stuff that they don't have the right to build that conservatives don't understand that they don't have the right to build. See, Michael Wright, for a very long time, New Orleans cops were the least paid constables in the country, more corrupt than Chicago cops, if you can believe that. I believe it absolutely, 100%, absolutely. Um, yes, these pro-life guys are refusing school lunches and giving debtor children a crap lunch separate from the rest is to shame with the poor kids. Yep. Pretty much. It doesn't make any sense to refuse school, free school lunches for kids. 
except for the fact that, although I think there is, there is, I think, I think the thing with Landry, to be fair, as fair as I can be with Landry, I think the case with Landry was it wasn't Landry that denied the, the free lunch. I think it was actually Edwards who, who denied the free lunch and said we didn't want to force it on him. We wanted to make him give him the opportunity to make the decision or not. And they still have the chance to make the decision to accept the school lunches. So we will see if he goes ahead and, and, and now accepts it. I'm not holding my breath that he will. But well, he has the opportunity to believe. He has the opportunity to still go ahead and request them. Will he? Probably not. But he still has the opportunity to request them. Um, I hope she mixes in the game because it'll just make the hypocrites even more angry than they already are. Because they were already as just with the let's let's we could just play the hypocrite of the week again just to. Just since we're talking about it. This week's hypocrites of the week are anyone who was critical or blackballed Colin Kaepernick. The NFL for blackballing him for taking a knee and then flying a United States-shaped flag during the NFC Championship, which can't be kosher. And then all the ones who whined that they wouldn't watch football after he took a knee and who are now whining about Taylor Swift. Guess y'all didn't stop watching after all. To see who the Liberal Dane Radio Hypocrite of the Week is, tune in every Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central at LiberalDaneRadio.com and now at Twitch TV slash Liberal Dane Radio for more talk from the left. That's right. There you go. All these people who are like, I'm, I'm not going to watch football. The, the woke NFL, I'm not going to watch them because of Colin Kaepernick and him taking a knee and this, that, the other, and blah, blah, blah. And... Well, I guess they're still watching if they're still getting mad over Taylor Swift. Well, just like Kid Rock, you know, him making a whole big stink about Bud Light, but then he was still drinking Bud Light. Kim Sheets. So wait, during the pandemic, didn't every state hang out for the kids, at least during the summer? I remember that going on for months. I mean, it happened in Louisiana, but then again, in Louisiana, we had a Democratic governor during the pandemic. So I don't know. I can't speak for every state, but there was a federal food program that did that did provide food for kids over the summer. Um, and it was like every, every school. And I remember because, because kids, the kids were, were doing the distance learning and every week I'd go and I'd pick up a bag from, from school for them. I'll go pick up their food and bring it home and boom, there you go. Yep, can be the flag is not to be displayed horizontally unless it's draped over a casket. I don't even think, I think that's part of the problem. And it's not just the fact that it was displayed horizontally. It was also the fact that it was not a rectangle. It was shaped as an American, as, as the United States. It was cut into the shape of the lower 48, the if you will. Like that can't be a kosher shaping of the U.S. flag. But yet they're fine with that, with that disrespect of the flag. But you can't disrespect the flag by taking a knee, even though the Marine he spoke to, right? I have it right this time. The Marine he spoke to clearly said that this is the way, um, uh, that this is the way, this is the way um, that you're that you should do your protest because just sitting while the while it's going is not the proper way to do it. Taking the knee is the proper way to do it. So. Hello, Kira. Uh, both now is both on 
Twitch and the YouTube as well. Thank you for both. Yeah, it should be a norm. Food for kids. Yeah, because if you, if you provide food for all kids, then you don't have to put people in the embarrassing situation where they can't pay for school lunch. And then they have to worry about the debt for school lunch. It's ridiculous. Like when my kids started going to high school, they said everybody at our school gets free lunch because there's, there's two ways of doing it. There's apparently if, if you could either have every kid try and apply for school lunch. And if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Or if you live in an area that's economically depressed enough, you could just have the school say, hey, we're in an area that's economically depressed enough. We're going to just apply for just everybody to get school lunch and no one else has to bother replying and we'll get school lunch for everybody. So my son, regardless of our income, gets to eat breakfast and lunch at school every day for no additional cost at, a, at, his, at, his, at his public charter because they went for that program. And this way, there's no, there's no, there's nobody who has to be embarrassed because they can't pay for lunch. They, they just get lunch. It's as simple as that. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Again, Republicans don't like that. Will Travis Kelsey be introduced by the song "My Woman" from Tokyo by Deep Purple? Wait, why? She's not in China. Could be in Japan. I thought she's gonna be in China. <laughs> but um, it was really it was it was funny the one time because there was one time where where there was a negative balance on my kid's school lunch. I think he had gotten there was a milk or something or there was some there was like but it was like negative fifty cents on the balance. So it's like you owe negative 50 cents. And when I saw that, I'm like, okay, they owe us money. But it's 50 cents. I'm not going to worry about it. And then, and then all of a sudden, they sent us a bill saying we owe them 50 cents. I'm like, how do we owe you 50 cents? The bill says negative 50. And they're like, yeah, that's what you owe us. I'm like, how do we owe you negative 50? If, if we owe you negative 50, that means you owe us money. If we owe you 50 cents, that means we owe you money. If the bill says we owe you negative 50, that means we're in the positive. They're like, no, you owe us 50 cents. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So we sent them with 50 pennies just to be petty. Because that was at the previous school. There was one that the previous school was, was good at teaching him, but the administration sucked. Administration absolutely sucked. Let's see. Taylor Swift concert, November 9th. Oh, you're right. 7th, 8th, Tokyo Dome, Japan. I was wrong. See, why, why, can't I, why can't I be wrong about, like, more about the other things and be right about this? I wish I could be right about, like, where Taylor Swift's going to be in concert and wrong about things like, how many Supreme Court justices Trump was going to name if he was elected in 2016. Like, it's not fair. I'd rather be wrong about that and write about these sort of things. But yes, uh, maybe they will play My Woman from Tokyo. 
my woman from Tokyo. Sorry. In high school, we paid all fines with pennies. Well, we, we're we're right there. The pettiness. The pettiness is real. Speaking of petty, let's let's bring that up a second. I def I need to bring that. I need to I need to look at that up a second. Hold on, because cause I did invite somebody else on the show, uh, potentially to be petty, but we were going to we were going to let it play out. Um, a little bit longer um, before before it came out, we were going to let it come out, or before before she came on the show to talk about it, we were going to talk about this issue. So here's this issue. Let's 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 pull it up on the other on the other on the alternate window, shall we? Alternate. FBI arrest Louisiana political owner Trisha Patel of Florida for alleged $7 million fraud scheme. Federal officials have arrested an Orlando businesswoman in connection with a multi-million dollar scheme that may involve money that was later contributed to a host of Louisiana politicians in the state Democratic Party. The bipartisan slate of candidates who received money include Democratic U.S. Troy Carter, Republican state Neil Reiser, and failed 2023 State House of Representatives candidate Madison O'Malley. If you were listening to the show during the campaign season, you heard some shows where I was talking a whole lot of smack about Madison O'Malley. So Madison O'Malley was supported by uh, Trish, the Patel family of Florida. We talked a little bit about the Patel family of Florida, so I didn't want to go into too much detail because I didn't have too much facts about it. Now, Trisha Patel has been arrested. The FBI confirmed to the gambit that Trisha Patel was arrested on December 18th and have alleged that in 2021, she defrauded the U.S. Department of Agriculture and a Tennessee financial company of more than $7 million. The Fed said Patel has since been released under conditions to include surrendering her passport and restricting travel within the Middle District of Florida. More than $100,000 of the money appears to have been donated to various political groups via two political action committees run by Blake Corley, a New Orleans-based attorney and business associate of Patel and her family. Corley is also O'Malley's fiance. Uh, Political action committees in some cases have higher donation limits than individuals or businesses. Huh. So Madison O'Malley's fiance is the attorney and who, who Austin, maybe that's how she got that big old fat sum of money, huh? In text messages to the Gambit earlier this month, Corley said he was shocked and disappointed when he heard that Trisha Patel had been arrested. He said he has not been contacted by federal authorities and he did not know anything about the alleged fraud. Sure. Additionally, federal documents obtained by the Gambit alleged that Patel was working closely with her husband, Nikesh, who was currently serving a multi-decade fraud sentence of his own. Trisha Patel is awaiting trial and has relinquished her passport and has been ordered to remain in Florida. On December 6, 2023, uh, FBI Special Agent Alexander Duda filed a criminal complaint seeking the arrest of Trisha Patel. The complaint accused her of conspiracy to commit wire fraud with her husband, Nikesh. At the time, Nikesh Patel was incarcerated, awaiting sentencing for a $19 million fraud scheme, and he was already years into a 25-year sentence, handed out in 2018 for another $179 million fraud scheme. So these people have committed lots of fraud and just so happened to be hooked into Madison O'Malley's campaign. And her husband, who was a lawyer, who was an attorney, 
knew nothing about it. I call BS. See, according to LinkedIn, Corey began working for PPP in the role of Chief Government Relations Officer. And however, in October 23, in the game, Corley claimed he was unaware of Trisha Patel's connection to the company. Sure. In 2022, Corley created both state and federal political action committees under the name Build USA PAC. According to the PAC state and federal filings, Corley, who was listed as the treasurer for both PACs, registered the federal PAC on June 8th and state PAC on June 29th with both PACs assets held by First Guarantee back in Pontchartula. Eight days later, the on July 7th, 2022, the FBI alleges Trish Patel opened a new account with the same bank, First Guarantee, in the name of her newly acquired company, Precision Powered Products. Campaign finance documents show that almost all of the funds contributed to both PACs came from the Patel family or their business associates, except for a single $5,000 donation uh, on January 19th from an account listed under PPP's name. All told, the Patels, PPP, and their associates donated $145,000 to the state PAC and $25,000 to the federal PAC. Within weeks of creating the PACs, Corley began spending money. On June 22nd, 2022, the federal PAC gave $2,500 to the Louisiana Democratic State Central Committee uh, for an Essence Welcome Fundraiser, and the next day gave $5,800 to U.S. Carter's campaign for an Essence Golf Tournament sponsorship. August 1st, 2022, the state Build PAC USA received at least 95000 from Trisha Patel and forty five from Desai Patel's Orlando-based lawyer um, under his company, Grove Street Realty Holdings. The same day, the PAC donated $100,000 to the Louisiana Democratic Party. Later that month, the PAC donated $1,000 to then Royce DuPlessis and $25,000 to state rep Mandy Landry, who both ran for the state Senate in the special election. Landry would later be the opponent of Madison O'Malley, a candidate who received support from the PAC. In September and October 2022, the state, so Mandy Landry did get a little bit of money from them, but clearly not as much. Um, in September and October 2022, the state PAC gave 2500 to Republican state rep Neil Reiser, uh, $500 to Orleans Parish Traffic Court Judge Bobby Smith, $2,500 to former state Senator Gregory Tarver of Shreveport, 1000 to Parish Kirkham Court Donna Galpin, 1000 to then Democrat, now Republican Jeremy Lacombe of Livona, and 5000 to Anthony A.P. Marullo's People Over Politics PAC. In December 2022, documents for the state PAC gave 5000 to Lambert Bozier III's re-election campaign for public service commissioner. And I think Lambert Bozier III was the one who was running against uh, um, the individual who was on my show. Um, hold on. Blanking on the name. A quick second. Let me just pull that up a bit. Um, Devontae Lewis. Um, at the end of October 22, Corley and his fiance O'Malley defended, uh, attended a Diwali event at the White House with Trisha Patel. Also present uh, was Louisiana Democratic Party Chair Katie Bernhardt. Not long after the White House event, O'Malley set up a campaign committee launching her bid against Mandy Landry in New Orleans. Within a month, Trisha Patel, her in-laws, Roni and A.J. Patel, Desai Camiano and the state Build USA PAC had combined donated 15000 to O'Malley. The race between O'Malley and Landry, both um, Democrats, garnered significant attention. The OPDEC op endorsed O'Malley, as did several high-profile Democrats, including Troy Carter, John Bell Edwards, and Mary Landrieu. Still, Landry easily beat O'Malley 66 to 26 percent. Um, Democratic re requested comments from uh, the Democratic Party, O'Malley, Landry, Carter, and other people. Um, in a statement, Landry responded that she did not plan to return the donation from Build USA PAC unless the government asked for it. 
because she had to raise a large amount of money for re-election and put her personal and professional life on hold when Malio challenged her. Fazio told Gambit he did not know Patel was unfamiliar with the legal troubles. Spokesperson for Rep. Krishnamurti's campaign said in the statement that uh, the congressman met Trish Patel in Washington, D.C. at a cultural event. In light of the severity of these allegations, Roger is donating the full amount he received to uh, to local charities. U.S. Rep. Jackson's campaign said that they'll be donating the PAC's contribution to a worthy cause, adding that Jackson has not interacted with Ms. Patel. So, yeah. The plot sickens, if you will. The plot sickens or thickens, whatever you, whatever, however you want to say it. Um, let's see. Hey, Swift tour dates are important. LOL. Do, 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 do. Taylor Swift could take the X-59. Um, F payment with pennies, that's copper. I say bring back S&H green stamps. Nice. I right, have a good one, Lokiera, if I didn't miss you already. Um, but yeah, so we all were... were we were, we were all talking about how just how ridiculous uh, Madison O'Malley was when it came to everything, but holy crap. Holy crap. Just this whole thing with Madison O'Malley is absolutely ridiculous. Um, let's see. Where's the... There, a, there should be an annual report that she had to make. Maybe the annual report's not due for another for a little bit more. I don't know. That's the 10 days prior to John. I see. I for some reason, like when I ran for office back in 2004, no five, no 2005 and 2006. I ran for Congress in 2004. I ran for like local office in Kenner, Louisiana, in 2005 and 2006. I don't have to file anymore, even though I have debts to myself. But here's the thing. I I still get letters in the mail saying, here's why you here's when you would have to file and when you wouldn't have to file. Like, why are you still sending me these things? I know that I don't have to file anymore unless I get more contributions. So why are you wasting the postage? Why are you wasting letters? Don't mail me this stuff. But I, I should go look and see when uh the the uh the disclosure forms are required to be mailed. Uh, because I really want to see Madison O'Malley's uh, annual report. Um, let's see. Campaign finance portal. We've um, the campaign finance report schedule. Filing schedules. There we go. Filing schedules by year. November 5th primary. All right. So the period through January 26th is due by January 16th. Um, 
the annual is was is due February eighteenth, twenty twenty five. So her annual report is due um, February eighteenth. So hopefully, uh, maybe by the end of next month, we'll be able to see what her annual report says because I want to see all of that spicy goodness that might come in that annual report because that's going to be some more spicy goodness. I have a feeling. I've got a feeling. Feeling. Anyway. Chris, my kids always qualified for lunch, so I chose to put their education and safety above a free meal. Um, I mean, I, to a, I, I never qualified for, I actually didn't qualify for a free school lunch because of how you had to be really, really broke to, in, our, in, in Baltimore to qualify for the free lunch. Um, but I went to a magnet school in Baltimore City, so it was, so it was, it was a, it was a safer school, I guess. So. Taco Bell used to have a Sloppy Joe type burger. I think I remember that. Of course, I hear Sloppy Joe and I start hearing Adam Sandler with a slapper jaw, slop, sloppy jaw. Um, what else? First job I had was asbestos remover. Talk about cut the rules and see the government backhanded way to do things. I breathed in many toxic levels of, spe- of asbestos. Oi! So you might have mesothelioma. Do you do you have uh, do you, do, you, do you get to file via those lawsuits or those commercials that with the lawyer or whatever? The Bell Beefer. Wow. I don't remember. I don't even remember what it was called. I remember opening a box of mac and cheese back in the day, and there was a worm in there. I remember I opened a, a, a I opened a, a Reese's peanut butter cup, like a mini one, and there was a worm in that. And I'm glad I I'm for some reason I for some reason I opened it. I don't know why I did that before I ate it, but I did that before I ate it, and there was a worm. And I was like, I'm so happy I did that, and I threw the entire bag away. I was it was gross. I don't know. Who does that? Who takes a miniature Reese's peanut butter cup and opens it and cracks it open like that? Who does that? Like, I would never think to do that. But for some reason, I did that. I opened up and there was a worm in it. And I was like, threw it away. Welcome back, Aaron. I had tonight, actually, I had, there's this place called, um, there's a pop, a barbecue pop-up and they made uh, a homemade sloppy joe with pulled pork and homemade sloppy joe sauce. And it was delicious. They also had a a homemade um, BLT made with um, burnt ends instead of, it was like a burnt end BLT where they take their burnt end meat, but instead of making little cut ends and make them burnt end, they cut it this way and made it into like thick bacon so good. Mr. Good Bar had worms I found. That that definitely was not a good bar. That's for darn sure. <laughs> See, you know how much I love y'all? Because there was like, you know, I've talked about how I like wrestling, right? And like last Monday, 
wrestling was here. One of the wrestling shows was here. Today, one of the other wrestling shows here, but I chose not to go. I wanted to stay with y'all. So um, I just thought about that just now, that there was a wrestling show tonight I could have gone to, but I wanted to spend it with y'all instead of going to the show. I've worked at Taco Bell, Burger King, and Dairy Queen. Now you know I would only fast food. So you worked, you've worked with all the royalty, huh? Easy E, Mr. Goodbar from Reacher. Don't don't spoil Reacher. I just started season two of Re- season two of Reacher. I just watched the first episode, so don't spoil anything from season two of Reacher. Although there is one thing from Reacher that I find like doesn't like the the lead character doesn't Reacher like reminds you of like a really big muscular Chris Pratt like take Star Lord and put him on steroids and that's Reacher. I was at a place one night and a twist tie was in my dinner. They remade the chicken dinner and there was a shrimp shell in it. Lucky for them, I'm not allergic. Um, wait, I went to Taco Bell and like, so I got the nachos Bel Grande and there was a, uh, there was one of those little rubber O-rings, I guess from the pump, from the cheese pump in my nachos. So I took a picture of it and I reported it like on Twitter or whatever. And the like, Twitter corporate like reached out or whatever. And they sent me a whole bunch of these coupons for like $5 off Taco Bell. It was like six of those coupons or whatever as, as, a, as a we're sorry, mea culpa, whatever. So fine. So I go to the Taco Bell, same Taco Bell, to go use the coupon. We don't take these. What? We don't take these. We're not a corporate Taco Bell. We're we're a franchise. We don't take these. What? Fine. So I so I so I did that. I reached back out to them, the Taco Bell. I'm like I went to the Taco Bell. They wouldn't let me use it. They said they don't take them because they're a franchise. No, no, they're supposed to take it. Fine. So they so so he went there and he had to go explain to them how they're supposed to take them and that they are supposed to take them or whatever the the guy who gets talks to the franchise. So I went back and then they tried to claim that they don't take them again. They're like, I just spoke to the guy. They said they take them. So I had to call him back. They're still refusing to take them. It was such a pain in the ass. Even if, I mean, and here's the other thing about Taco Bell. I was never on food. Like I, I like Taco Bell, like, but like, I don't ever, like I should always learn my lesson and never try anything new from Taco Bell. Like, there's only a few things that I like from Taco Bell, and that's it. Um, like, Nacho Bel Grande, or a taco, or the, um, like, the, what is it, the, there's, there's a, there's, I mean, the Mexican pizza. But any of the new stuff they come up with is typically just trash. It's typically horrible. And, and, I, and I say, ooh, that looks good, and I try it, and it's like, I should have never eaten this, because I knew it was going to be bad. Because everything that's new is always bad. I should always stick with what I like. Hey, Robin, welcome back. No reason, you know, come and watch the show on your time. There was one thing I'm talking about used to have that I'm so mad they got rid of. It was like the Santa Fe Chalupa. That used to be so good and they got rid of it. Like, I don't understand why restaurants get rid of good things. So we can't have nice things because restaurants decide we're going to be special and different and get rid of the things that people like. Yeah, toxic hell. 
Nobody was in the taco at Taco Bell. Who cares? It's delicious. <laughs> That's the risk you take when you go to Taco Hell. Show break again. Let's just do a show reset. Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Monday, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Central uh, here on LiberalDayandRadio.com, which is the YouTube channel, or you go to twitch.tv slash LiberalDayandRadio, which is the Twitch channel. Uh, if you haven't followed over there, follow over there. If you haven't subscribed on, or follow on Twitch or subscribe on YouTube, it's free. If you're on YouTube, make sure to like the video. Uh, make sure to go comment and like and share other videos, especially the playlists like the case for Joe Biden, the case against Donald Trump, uh, coming to terms with activism, fat man rants, uh, et cetera, um, unraveling toxic masculinity, all of those things. You can also, if you have Amazon Prime, you can uh, subscribe to the Twitch channel uh, for free. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, you just have to con- connect your Twitch account to your Amazon Prime gaming account. And then you, once a month, you just got to come in and click the subscribe button and say, use your Prime account. As long as you're not doing it on an iPhone, apparently, um, you can do it that way. And if you're one of the next four or five subscribers to do it on Twitch, you get the free first, you get the first badge for being one of the first subscribers over there. Um, otherwise, other ways you can support the show, you can go to Patreon, patreon.liberaldan.com or Patreon or patreon.com slash liberaldan. Either way, it gets you there. You can Venmo me, uh, liberaldan and Venmo, buy me a cider liberaldan.com click the buy me cider button or you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldan radio and buy me a coffee that way or cider um, or if you go to the pinned message on either twitch or youtube uh you can uh, on your phone download the game uh that i have uh that i have linked up there um it's called storm shot it's free to play there are options to pay money if you want to pay money but it's free to play um, if you get your um, stronghold in the game, the level 15, if you get to level 7, to make a little bit of money. If you get to level 11, you make a little money. If you get to level 15, I'll make a little bit of money. As long as you do it within the next eight and a half days or so, I'm trying to get 29 other people to do it, and I can make up to 600 bucks. It's all for free. You can play for free. You don't have to spend a single penny to do it. It's, it's cool. There are some things you, can do in, you have to do in-game that they don't necessarily tell you to do. Um, that where you can like cash in all of your free gifts. There are all sorts of ways in the game to cash in all sorts of free prizes that you get for for getting for making certain achievements to make certain things cheaper. Like I realized at some point, like they award you like a bunch of free like wheat, for example. But then like you actually have to cash it in to get the credit and get all the wheat. So it was just like that's kind of weird. But I figured it out and I got it done. And I'm already up to like the level 11 part. So it's kind of cool that, you know, and I was, again, as I said before in the show, I was very skeptical that they were going to let people play for free and give me money. But I've already determined that, yes, in fact, uh, you get to play and as you hit the levels, it generates it generates credits for me in my little back office thing that I have, in the stream elements back office that I have. And I mean, it shows me that I've hit four. Um, I, I I thought my stronghold got to level eleven. I don't know. Maybe it hasn't registered yet. I'm not sure. But maybe it takes a little a second or two. Maybe it takes a little bit more play for it to, to for it to go all the way through for me to get the credit. But um, every person that gets to level 15 on their stronghold can get me 
um, 20 bucks just for simply playing a game. So thank you, Robin, for the super chat. Appreciate you as always. Um, everybody's awesome for all of their help that they give me. I love little super chats. It's just, no, just, it's just awesome to see. Just, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun thing to get. It's also, you know, just, it's, it's nice to feel the love and it's just another reminder that all of y'all helped me to be able to get that functionality on the channel. And it's, so, so every time I see a super chat, it's, 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 it's a, a great personal feeling from the, from the individual that made the chat, but it's also a reminder how all of y'all helped me get to that point. So it always makes me feel good that, that y'all, y'all gave me your love and your support to be able to get there. So again, thank you, Robin, for, for that help and for the super chat. And thank you all for that as well. So, but uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. But we did go very long on Monday. Like we went for a whole four hours on Monday. And I was a little wiped out on Tuesday because of it, because I had stayed up early a little, little too long. Um, but I'm feeling love. Can you feel the love tonight? Actually, I, I ate Chipotle easier on your stomach. I actually prefer, I, instead of Chipotle, I prefer Izzo's. I don't know if they have Izzo's many other places. I don't know if it's a Nashville chain or not. I know it's a chain down here. I don't know how far out it goes, but I prefer Izzo's to Chipotle. I, I like the burritos there. So, um, but yeah, it's it's pretty 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 cool, pretty awesome, pretty good burritos. I tried to do the Izzo's burrito challenge where you eat their big one and trying to eat it in like 20 minutes or half an hour, and if you do, you get it for free or whatever, um, or something, or you get a T-shirt or something, and I I failed surprisingly i failed i don't know why i failed but i did fail but anyway i think i'm starting to get a little thirsty i'm out of water i'm starting to get a little tired and because we went super long on monday i think uh that's a good time to uh to make this the end of today's show i'm not eating is this is pretty good so this is the end of this week's episode of Liberal Dane Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. I will be back as normal. Thank you, Benny, for the $5. Appreciate you for the lurk. I, I felt the lurk, apparently, so thank you for that. I know it's not, it's a no longer, is it a lurk anymore if you, if you super chat during the lurk? Anyway, thank you, Benny, so much for, for that. You're awesome. Um, I may do a special... If I do get enough people signing up for the for the Nerdy Dan thing for the for the game that I have linked up there, and I had to do I'm, I might do a little Twitch stream for Nerdy Dan, trying to figure out how to do that and and do some of the special raids with some other people. If that happens, uh, I'll post about it on my Twitter on my Twitter and I'll retweet it on Liberal Dan Radio. Otherwise, I'll see you next Monday, 8 p.m. Central, for more Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.